Hello and welcome to The Culture. I'm Anna. And I'm Mark. And today we are covering our coverage of Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. That's what, is that what it's called? Part two. Part two. Eps yeah. three and four. Yeah, well, two and a half, three and four, because I was bad and I didn't finish episode two in our last episode. But it makes me angry that you make me do it. <laughs> but and here's then the thing: you didn't even finish it. I already know all this stuff. You have to be educated. Oh, I'm educated. <laughs> no, you're not. But it's okay. We are educating you now. I'm in the thick of it. So, just to recap where we were at before, um, we were at where Elisa was about to get married to her cousin, Alan. Elisa at the time was 14 years old. Super sketchy motel. Oh, the sketchiest. And so I thought it was really gross and it just shows they're like, like, I mean, obviously they know what they're doing is wrong because why else are they driving to Nevada where they know the laws are more lax about being with underage people girls I guess at the time so so they live in Utah right but they drive to a motel in Nevada and it's like a super it's very systemed yeah like this isn't like oh hey here's a good spot to stop let's do it here no it's like this is the chapel hotel yeah like, it's they, like the rooms are emptied out <sighs> like it's it's set up for this it's like so gross like a factory system so they show pictures of Elisa and Ruby both of the girls that were about to get married that night. Yeah. And Elisa in the picture, I wrote, she literally looks 12. I know she's 14, but like, that's not a difference. There's no difference. You're, you're, until you're like 18, you're 12 to me. Okay. <laughs> Even if you're like 20, you're 12. Yeah. Literally. Like, especially you, in this community, you have like, no idea what's going on. Correct. And especially because like, you also don't have, like, we talked about the traditional hairstyles. Ugh. We don't have, like, makeup. We don't have, like, yeah. glamour yeah. and, like, getting, like, quote-unquote looks, right? Like, right. oh, I'm going for this look. Like, no offense. Like, you're, home yeah. you're homely. Yeah. Like, you are your natural <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. homely yeah. self. Like, yeah. you know there are people that can put makeup on and, like, right. all of a sudden they age, like, five, ten years. You're right. Like, this is not that. No. And so she's in this picture and she's like smiling but it you can tell like she's got her little tr on with her veil and she just looks so sad and she looks like she's trying to fake this for someone i mean it's like dead behind the eyes yeah yeah it's like it's just very sad so she is going up to get married to her first cousin i believe it was her first cousin yeah i think it is first maybe for this second but i'm pretty sure it was her first cousin who was horrible to her, Alan. And she is so upset that she is sobbing. And she says that her wedding dress gets soaked by her own tears. I mean, you got to think too, like your mental state at that age, like emotions are all over the place anyway. Oh, right. Right. And then you have this terrible traumatic situation. Not like the guy was great. Mm -hmm. I, one of the things about the whole thing that really throws me for a loop is like the titles of the relation with each other. Like, oh, like they, they almost like, and brother they, yeah, they and almost like don't mean anything. Right. Mm. Like the, everybody is so interconnected. Right. And you start talking about 20 wives and 17 sons and all of mm -hmm. these things. To me, it, it, it doesn't make it any better, mm -hmm. right. That it's like first cousin or second cousin. But I, I do feel like when you can't trace your own family tree, like I feel like that's sort of intentional. It's like in a way that allows for these things to like, happen. Like meaning they're all so interconnected that you don't know if you're related or not? Yeah. And like that's hmm. one way that you can get this across. But then I guess on the other side. Well, it's just very insulated. It's it's kind of like similar to the Amish in the sense that like you don't really marry out. Right. right? So at to some degree, yeah, you're going to have some relation. But is I wonder how much is like a social construct where we're mm. like, oh, you can't, like, that's your second cousin. Like, you can't. You, wait, you know, wait. You know what I mean? Wait, no. Are you advocating to marry your second cousin? No, 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 no. no. Shout out to my second cousin. No. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I don't know who that is. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I think that, like, is it, does it seem bad to you 
mm-hmm. to marry your second cousin in this community? Like, or is that something that you're taught that you're not supposed to do? Oh, you're saying in that community? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. A specifically, yo, chill. <laughs> Let's keep it outside the family. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, if you I don't call, think so. If you call everybody cousin or brother, is it really or uncle? Right? Is that weird? I guess not. You're right. Yeah, because like the leader, not not um not Warren, but like one of the other the underlings to Warren. They call them like Uncle Fred or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. So now in the thing, you know, it's it literally cringes me out whenever they play anything that Warren says. Like oh, I hearing just his voice can't with him. Especially his singing. Please God. If I never have to hear his singing again, I will give glory to the Lord. Well, because... every time I listen, I literally can picture him like in his stupid face <laughs> with like the microphone up to it. Like it plays. I hear his voice. Like yeah. I, when whenever I think about it, it's so bad. So during this little montage scene of the pictures from the wedding and stuff, it, there's a phrase that Warren says and it says, <clears throat> this is my Warren voice. You give yourself unto God by giving yourself into your husband. Okay. Okay. So it's like basically like do what your husband says because that's what God says. Which is the easiest way to control. It's gross. Now, the other girl, Ruby, she's talking about how she's marrying this guy, Haven. And she's talking about how basically she felt like her body was floating and coming from a like a psychology perspective, like sounds like she was dissociating. Like, like that's kind of a symptom of that, where you feel like uh, you're almost watching something happen to you, and you're not experiencing it yourself. And you do that intentionally, or no? They theorize. They theorize. Now this is kind of contested. If this is a real like, it's hard to explain. But basically, the idea is that your your psyche can't handle what's happening to you, the trauma, and so it almost splits. Like a defense mechanism, yes, sort of. A hundred percent. So. Um, that's what it sounded like was happening to her. Not surprising. Oh, of course not. She's 14 too. Like they, she was the one who said we could run away. And Elise is like, no. Dude, at that moment, were you not just like, yes, go. (sighs) I know. It's so sad. But like, where are you going to go? It's also so sad though, because all these girls, like her, Ruby, Elisa, and uh, Alicia, the one with the short black hair. Oh, yeah. Their eyes, you can just see the trauma. You can just see it. Like the way they talk. Also, did you notice that they all talk the same? How like so? they have the same cadence and like they're like I don't know. It's sound I don't know how to explain it, but like even when Elisa's going to eventually testify, she sounds like it on the in the courtroom. Maybe it, that's part of the classes. I, I, I think it is. It's like kind of like a weird like, like accent and maybe like a submissive like no but the guys talk like it too almost it's weird anyways okay so now we meet mike walk mike Watkiss. he's the journalist with the crazy hair the craziest of hair <laughs> okay he was kind of hot when he was young but yeah <laughs> i'm like did not what age, happened to your hair bro did not age well <laughs> he could still be hot but the hair i'm not with there's a lot going on so i like him though he seems really cool because he's like I fight the power. It's funny how he like holds on to this. Yeah. It, it, it becomes almost like his sole obsession. Yeah. Like this group. Like, right. I mean, this wasn't just like a passing journalist who like got this assignment. He stays in it and he right. goes like, he goes hard. I want to say hard copy, but I don't think that's the show. What's the show where they, that they used to, I don't know. It's like a style of like nineties, like in your face. Like we would go door to door. Like we're trying. Do you know what it reminds me of? Uh, did you ever see that show Cheaters? Yes. Where they would just walk up it's, to them. Yeah, like that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like those like, <laughs> yeah. was that like UPN like <laughs> type of yes. reality shows. Yes. Now, one thing that he said that I thought was really just, he said it perfectly. He said, the currency of the realm is a young bride, which is true. Very true. Like, like in it's this the world. Most, the most important thing. That is what is bartered and used to gain power and it's gross and without it you have nothing right like if you only have one wife you're not being talked you're not going to heaven not that layer (laughs) so then then it it 
turns into Rebecca. And Rebecca, if you remember, is the young one who was married to Rulon, Warren's dad. Yes. She was the pretty one. And um, she was being pressed by Warren to basically marry him. And she was like, no. Like, not going to happen. What did she happen. say? She's like, I feel, I feel called to like somebody else, right? No, that was a different one. That's a, that's another one. Rebecca, she was like, I'm not marrying you. Like this is not going to happen. And, and, and Warren looked her in the eye and pointed in her face and said, I will break you. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Yeah. So Rebecca's like, dude, I'm swerving out of here. Like I cannot do this anymore. So she runs away to meet her brother who's already been kicked out. So you remember... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now her story's coming back Yeah, to me. so you remember, like, all these boys have been kicked With out. you have said there's, like, a whole oh, nother yeah. thing on that, right? Oh, yeah. Because, basically, if they were cute, or like, if, like, girls gave them at all any attention and he, they weren't, like, submissive to the max to Warren, he just kicked them out. Like, bye, drop them off on the side of the road. That's so crazy. Yeah. What are they called? Apostates. Apostates. But I think they called those boys specifically like the Lost Boys. Yeah, of whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. Of Short Creek or something. So she's like, she goes and she lives with her brother and she's like struggling because she's 26 when she runs away and she has no idea what anything is. She talks about, she's like, I didn't know what MTV was and like people are talking about Saturday Night Live and I feel like an idiot. She's like, I felt like I was just in constantly like a foreign land. Dude, and how about like when she goes, or I don't know if it's her or one of the other ones where they're like, we didn't know who the president was. Yeah. No, they didn't. They didn't give it. so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So we jump back to Elisa's story. And Elisa, again, is Rebecca's older sister. And Elisa is talking about how she's super upset because Rebecca, her sister, had ran away and she was really close to her. And she didn't know kind of like what to do about that. But Elisa, who was 14 when she marries her cousin, Alan, is physically, mentally, spiritually repulsed by her husband, cousin. (laughs) Um, And basically, he tells her one night that, like, this is your duty. You basically have to have sex with me. She doesn't even know what's going on. And so, you know he trigger warning he sexually assaults her that night and he says that it is his right to that because she's his wife and after this happened she cries and she tries to find god's will in all of it which just made me so sad because i was like oh like she thinks that like she thinks that like god is almost ordaining this or something like this is somehow okay you just yeah. don't know what it is yet yeah. right like yes as you're trying to you have to experience this mm-hmm. right this is a trial right. and somehow some way i'm going to be better for it which is so crazy so so but she's still upset so she goes to war and jeffs and she tells him what happened and he basically was like yeah that's what happens And he says, go home and submit to your husband fully, which sounds really hard if I was in that, in that experience like that she was in. Like, I could only imagine being like, okay, like basically the mouthpiece of God is telling me this thing that I hate that's happening to me is what God wants. And knowing like, it's not going to get better. Yeah. It's just going to get worse. Right. And at that age, like. Even trying to comprehend this idea of marriage and like a partnership, people in your twenties, thirties, forties, like still figuring it out. Right. And you're like, okay, cool. You're 12. You understand what this is, right? Well, and then it's freaking gross and it pisses me off when they like, they would tell the young girls like, oh, our girls can get married young because they're more mature than Gentile girls. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Or you're not just all pedophiles. How about that? Yeah. So insane. Sickos. Do you also think it's weird that, like, that they keep calling them Gentiles? <laughs> no, I don't think that's weird because, because like multiple groups kind of do that. Like, and I, again, I know a lot about this group, so. It's like to other them or what? Yeah. It just really annoys me. I don't know why it annoys me. Yeah. It's like how the Amish call us. What do the Amish call us again? Losers. <laughs> no, they call us the English. Weirdos. They call us English. Well, that's not a, 
Right. I know, <laughs> but that's what they call us. Um, yeah. I don't know why they do that. It's just strange to me. I just don't like it. Hey, pick a new word. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm not okay with it. Yeah. So Mark has Is given that... his seal of disapproval. <laughs> Change the As word. If you needed one. FLDS. <laughs> so, okay. Now, Ruby, the other girl, the other young girl, she has a similar experience. Her husband basically sexually assaults her. She's 14. She's like, I got to get the hell out of here. So she calls her brother. She needs to get out. He picks her up, takes her to his, his house. They're like living. She's like experiencing new things. She wears a bikini to the like lake and she's like having a good time. Now she's the one that had a crush on that boy. Do you remember? Yes. His name was Joe. Yes. So they're freaking out. Warren Jeffs is freaking the hell out because Ruby ran away and Ruby's like 14. And they're like, if she goes to the cops, like we're going to get in big trouble. It's going to be a major problem. Yeah. So we go manhunt style. Yes. So they recruit Joe who they know she has affections for and they say to go to her and like basically convince her to come back. And he like kind of knows he's being manipulated, but he also is like doing what basically the, the, what he thinks the Lord is telling him to do. Well, and he also gets a promise, right? Yes. If you bring her back, you can marry her. You can have her. Yeah. And they love each other. They like, they have a thing. So Joe convinces Ruby to go back and basically immediately she gets sent back to her husband and then they do what they expel joe yeah they kick him out of the whole group which is crazy like he helped he just did exactly what you asked which is already a tall task and then he doesn't get his reward yeah and now ruby's supposed to trust the church (sighs) now ruby has six kids by the time she's 24 insane It's just rough. I can't imagine. She said that none of them were her choice, but she loves them all. Which, of course, right? But that's so hard. Like, I I just can't imagine having kid after kid after kid. You're like 16 and you're on your third kid. Which is not rainbows and unicorns to have a child. No! The entire process. To have six of them is insane yeah and you know you're just perpetuating the cycle Mm -hmm. like you're bringing six more people into this prison right so now especially if they're girls yeah i know like how much are you like praying for a boy yeah which then i'm like ugh, i don't know you're dealing into that system you're just making them more (laughs) pedophiles it's all bad it's a lose it's literally all bad so mike watkiss that journalist he starts like he's like on he's on the story he's on the prowl And he finds this young woman because he starts going out and interviewing victims because he's like, the police aren't doing this and I'm gonna. I don't know what, why, but I applaud him for it. So he finds this woman named Ruth Stubb and she was given to a police officer when she was 16 and this police officer was 32. She was like his second or third wife. Yeah. Um, I believe she ran away somehow and she started talking to the and stuff so that guy gets arrested and convicted which is also like important to note that they in they control the entire town yeah the police officers are the polygamists. The police the firefighters yes the the people everyone his hand is in everything so it's like you want to call the cops very cool the cops are mine yeah it doesn't matter it's not gonna happen like which is right. so genius on his part right right which is exactly like mob boss mentality you right. just pay off the right. people that you need to look the other way right i i i hesitate to use this example but it, it did kind of especially because i just read this world war ii book but like it kind of reminded me of like the ss and how like everything is connected and like anyone will rat you out at any point like if it's not complete obedience you are absolutely screwed Obviously, you're not getting killed like in the Holocaust, but it just the, the level of manipulation and obedience and submission and systems. Right. It, yeah. Like and that's systems. probably your SS like coming yes. in. Like there was no gray area. Right. There was nothing left unsaid, unturned. Like when they started showing the cameras, that's what when they're going to get to, like that's so they had a camera like on every block like truman show slash like the sims slash like you you have you can't do anything right it's crazy 
So Warren Jeff starts feeling the pressure. All these pedophile men, they're like, oh no, the, the law's going to come for us. And so he starts freaking out. And He's so he bounce. starts bouncing. Yeah. He just basically is living as a fugitive. He's just bouncing around. He comes in and out of the community. But he goes to Texas, and he buys this huge plot of land, which he names Zion. I also don't like that. I know. We know you don't like it. <laughs> now, what they didn't explicitly state in that is that he doesn't actually just call it Zion. It's called the – and the, you see it on certain things. It's called the YFZ Ranch. Yeah. Which means yearning for Zion. So this is supposed to be like, I don't, I don't know. Like the, maybe the prequel like, to yeah, heaven. Yeah. Like I don't process, really know. It's like the process. I don't really know. But he basically is convincing these people that they're going to literal Zion, that it's a real place, a physical place on Earth, not like up in the, the sky with God. Yeah. So we're in El Dorado, Texas. We're now in episode three. Um, Randy Mankin runs the newspaper. I liked him. He I did me too. Of my dad. He's like, oh, I have a daughter, and like it was just cute. I don't know. So, so this big old YFC ranch is four miles north of El Dorado, and Warren starts building stuff. Like he is building infrastructure there. Well, people start leaving and coming back. No, no, they just start leaving. Well, remember, like, the husband who's, like... Right, right. They're, like, oh, we're, we're on a, whatever, trip to help Warren. But, like, they don't say where. And the woman, the wife, does some detective work. I was, like, yes, Dude, get it. shout out to it. Like, OG yeah. triangulation. I'm looking at that, and I'm, like, well, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so this woman, basically, what happens is everybody's going somewhere, and, and nobody's talking about where it is. They're saying it's Zion, but it's all kind of secret, and... Nobody knows where it is. Well, her husband is like close with Warren. And so she writes down his mileage before he leaves and then writes down his mileage when he returns, looks at the type of mud on his tires and is like, okay, well, it's this many miles away and this many miles back. So it's got to be in the circumference of this. I'm like, dude's better. She's better than math than me. No, she's so good. (laughs) Yeah. And she figures it out. She figures out there in Texas. So Warren is doing all this stuff. He's having like his private security basically watch everyone and see if they're saying amen at the end of the prayer. Which is crazy because he's not even there, right? Right. So he's not preaching. He disappears. Yes. And like the show just goes on. Yeah. And now quickly to kind of re-bring it back to Elisa. Elisa's talking about how she had several miscarriages and she thought God was telling her she wasn't worthy enough to be a mother. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. This poor girl, she's, like, probably maybe 17, 18. And she's just like, God hates me. <laughs> yeah. It's super sad, like, what it does to their psyche. But also I was thinking about it, like, how many miscarriages, like, unfortunately happen, like, in oh, this society? Like, these oh, girls yeah. are 12, 14, Yeah, 15, their bodies aren't even ready for that. Nor do they know what to do or how to right. take care of it. Or th- I'm sure they're not getting proper medical care. No. So insane. Yeah. Anyway, that's an aside, but, like, how, like, emotionally, well, like, I mean, cold do you have to get to in that society when you experience that all the time? Well, and even, like, you know, in mainstream society, I think it's, like, one in four pregnancies result yeah, it's a in lot. miscarriage. Like, it's a lot. So... So then you add that into the idea of like being a mother is basically a mother and a wife is your only source of value. Well, if you're not being successful at that, then you have no value. Yeah. You know? But keep living and being submissive to your husband. Yeah. It's the highest calling. Now, the farmer guy, we got to the guy who's like, I'm not going to let my 11-year-old marry Warren Jeffs. Remember that? Yeah. Okay, so there's this farmer, and he's talking to this other polygamist, and they're talking about their daughters, and the one guy's like, when are you going to turn your daughter into the prophet? And he's like, she's literally 11 when she's 18. And he's like, really? You wouldn't turn her in even if the prophet said so? He said, yeah, even if the prophet said so. And like literally a couple of days later, it's January 10th, 2004. How old was I? I was nine um and warren is back in short creek 
the crick. The crick. And he he starts by saying, we're in a benevolent dictatorship. Okay, that's not a thing. Right. Um, and so he says, okay, I'm going to read off a list of men God has given me revelation on. I need you all to stand up if I read your name. And he reads off this list of all the men who had some influence and power in the community, four of whom were his own brothers. And he had them all stand up. And then Warren said that they were, they were all master deceivers and that they disagreed with his leadership. And by doing so, they sinned against God. And so he excommunicated them. And he basically said, your kids and wives are no longer yours. Um, and one of those guys was the farmer guy who's like, no, I'm not going to give my 11 year old. The way he says it, he's just like, Hey, get out. Yeah. Like you don't get to go home. He literally said, don't even say, don't even say goodbye. Yeah. You don't get to pack anything. Get out. Yeah. (laughs) That's so crazy. Here's, here's what's crazy is that they do. I know. Like the, the amount of mind control this guy has over these people. Like I, re- I literally wrote, I said, this is so wild. I can't imagine being like, okay, sounds good. You're <laughs> like, you know what? That's my bad. Yeah. And my wife's just like, yeah, you did it. Like, and that's the thing. These women would leave. They'd be like, okay, got to find my new husband. Yeah. Again, it's like currency. Like you're just being passed around. It's so crazy. Now, one of these men are, is Warren's brother, Leroy. Leroy was the one who Alicia married. And she liked and him. And she liked him. She fell in love with him. Is he not the quirkiest? Like He looked kind of cute. Like, honestly, I could I see mean, why she liked him. in the home videos, I'm just yeah. like, you're a nerd. Yeah. But I, I, I'm about it. Like, I like the nerdiness. They're cute together. They actually looked like they had a sweet relationship. And she said they did. Like, yeah. she actually loved him. And I, when she says that, I believe him. Believe her. Yeah. Like, it seemed like they had a consensual relationship and everything. Um but Warren says, okay, your, your husband is now a son of perdition. Okay. And so he goes, you are now my younger brother, Seth's wife. And she, he was, she was told that you can't say to your kids that Leroy is their father. I can't imagine. It's disgusting though, too. Like, could you imagine? Like, I mean, I don't want you to imagine this, but I'm going to force you right now. Imagine, imagine someone's in power and they go, okay, your wife is now your brother's wife. You don't get to exist here anymore. And also you have, you're, you're good. You're done. You're leaving. Yeah. And your girls are no longer your yeah, girls. And you don't exist. Yeah. It's so, again, this is where I think that when I'm talking about like, how much do you put your stake on your title of who you are to somebody else? Mm. Like to, apparently like to be a husband is obviously the highest, right? Because right. that's what you get. But to say, oh, you're now your brother's wife like and you you don't have a dad your dad is not your dad like you know what I mean like everything is so fluid like yeah it's all tenuous it's all just like hanging by a thread yeah I'd be like hey I can't call you that because next week I don't know if you're gonna be around so it's just so crazy like and then it's sad because Alicia's kids get taken to Zion and then at one point they don't even recognize her I know so that part's so sad oh okay so Everybody is like told about Zion. Zion's happening. It's time to go to Zion. And Warren is like, Zion's a real place. It's not in heaven. It's on earth. And some of you are going to get to come and some of you are not, which, wow. Imagine being the ones just left behind. You're a little, it's the rapture. Yeah, but we're leaving. You're left behind. So people would just like disappear in the middle of the night. Sometimes children would go to Zion, basically be kidnapped. Right. Without their parents' consent. Just wake up and Johnny's not there. And they're like, oh, he went to Zion. Like, they're sad, but they're like. Well, it's, it's like inc- it's like the same way you give your daughter up. Like, oh, yeah. this is better. Like, Johnny's not here. Oh, I'm sad for a hot second. But he, he was chosen. You create value in these stupid things. Yeah. So now, now we're in Zion. And Zion is like the intense, intense. Okay. Zion kind of fire, though. <laughs> As I'm like looking at the buildings, I'm like, yo, they could build. Well, you heard how like Walmart and right. Amazon had used them. But like you thinking like, hey, we're taking a bunch of the kids and we're going to go build stuff. I'm like, oh, this is going to look like one of those forts you make no, in the back. No, they, these they're are like, a real enterprise. Hey, these buildings are nice. <laughs> I was like, didn't y'all build that? That temple? Yeah. We'll get there. Now, in Zion, girls have to wear pastel. 
which I don't know why. It's, I just feel like it's creepy. Anything, all the rules are creepy to me. I mean, kind of nice though, right? Texas, a little warm. You want to keep them colors light, pastel -y. Why didn't they choose better hairstyles? This well, is the real question. <laughs> that, I think, legitimately, I think, is like a him fetish thing. I think it has to be. I think so, be. too. I think it has to be. Yeah. There's no reason why it wouldn't. So then the kids are all given different jobs. Everybody has to do stuff. Everybody working for free. Oh, yeah. So Farmer rolls up. The neighbor, sorry. Neighbor mm -hmm. rolls up, and he's looking like, man, these guys are all working mm -hmm. a lot. He waves at them. Nobody waves back. <laughs> Nobody breaks yeah. what they're doing. Like, there's right. no eye contact. There's right. no anything. And he's like, well, that's weird, especially yeah. in Texas. Right, right. So they talk about how Zion basically becomes, this is gross, but the grooming ground for young girls to get married to older men. Because, again, these are the chosen girls. And now you're chosen to go to Zion. And so... It's just indoctrination to the max. And you better not act up. Like, you were, no. you were given a privilege. Right. So now, let's go back to Elisa for a sec. Elisa is, like, miserable. She's like, my life sucks. God hates me. This is the worst. She's like, I got to survive. One day, she's, like, driving. She finally gets a license, and she's driving, and she gets a flat tire. And this Gentile helps her, whose name is Lamont, and he's nice to her. What a shock. For sure. People are, men can be nice. And um, basically she starts having an affair with this guy. I don't even know if it was a physical affair. I think more than anything, it was just an emotional affair. Like, cause like I would he venture, was kind to her. Right. Any sort of kindness, you're like, oh, I'm in. Right. So eventually it gets found out that she's been seeing Lamont and, um, I don't know if it was Warren or the other guy, I don't know, Jessup or whatever, but basically they say to her, you are going to hell. Like if you have adultery, oh, it's funny how only women can have adultery. You can have 70 fucking wives, of but course. you can't look at another dude. Right. How dare you? Yeah. Um, so he's like, you suck. You're going to hell. Um, good job, Alan. You did your job. And she's like, are you serious? So then Warren, so Elisa's like done. And now she gets, I don't know if she goes to the police or the police like approach her. But he, she starts getting involved with the police and Warren gets charged with accomplice to rape. Two counts. Right. She's identified as Jane Doe number four and there's another girl now warren is on the run he was on the top 10 most wanted list dude did you see the list osama bin laden dude, yeah i was like <laughs> yo that's some company right there right you know, he's a terrorist um so while warren is this freaking fugitive he's going to disney world he's going to mardi gras he's watching porn he is just living it up in the gentile world being real gentile while nobody else is allowed to do anything. Bringing his fave wives yeah. to the strip club with him. It's... It, the narcissism is on another freaking level. But it, it is like textbook. Yeah. It's like, I, I can do it. You can't do anything. Right. I can do everything. You can't do anything. So during this time, everyone in... I'm going to just say it, The cult had to give all their money to Jeff's. To Warren. Right. Okay, this, this amount astounded me. Astounded. So Warren was collecting $300,000 a week. That's insane. $300,000 a week. So that's 1.2 mil a month. Ballin'. And these poor people are literally like starving and so they can... And working for free. So they can fund his little escapades... To Disney World and the strip club. <laughs> yeah. Now, eventually, Warren gets caught with his brother and his favorite wife. He's sitting in the backseat eating a salad. So great. I can't. I can't with him. I can't with him. So then he goes to jail. He, the judge 
tells him you're a fugitive. He does a little smirk, which grosses me out. He's like, pray for me, uh, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> now, this was hilarious. The jail he goes to, did you notice what the jail was called? No. It was literally named Purgatory. Oh, that's so good. It was like Purgatory County Jail. <laughs> Fantastic. I said, that is poetic justice, yeah. bitch. <laughs> now, you see in these weird, creepy videos, the jailhouse videos, he's like talking to his brothers there, and he's like taking down every word he says because they're basically smuggling out his sermons. Right, like the like these women, like his wives, like show up and like just writing down everything that he's saying. Right. He does not seem scared. No. He does not seem like he's. this is going to go a different way. does not seem like he's going to be guilty. He's just like, this is just where I am right now. Let me continue to do yeah. my thing. Yeah. And everyone at church is like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And then when he's on his prison phone calls, they put it on speakerphone in the whole community. It's so crazy that they're like, oh, well, this is over, right? Like our guy, like, <laughs> they're like, okay, this is fine. So Elisa goes to court. And she stares Warren down. And she's like, I am not breaking eye contact first. So gangster. I was like, yes, girl. And eventually Warren breaks eye contact. And so she's finally like, you have no power over me. And so she testifies to her own sexual assault. And um, this pissed me off to the max. When the defense attorneys tried to go after her and be like, oh, you just wanted it, huh? I was like, you're gross. Yeah. I don't care that that's your job. Do it a different way. Yeah, it's so bad. Because it doesn't work either. You look like an asshole. Right, and they did. Yeah. And he did, right? Right. And the whole thing, like the part where I was stoked, they said that it was a, what did they say? It was a 12, no, a, a 10, 10 women on the jury out of 12. 10 women and two men, and they were like, the Texas Rangers were in there. Oh, yeah. And how they were, Warren Jeffs was lucky to have those Texas yeah. Rangers in there. But also I was like, dude, 10 women on that, oh, you're done. Yeah, good. Not that you needed to. Let's just no, execute him, though. Right. In my opinion, let's just go for it. Yeah, it's tough. No, it's not tough. For me, in those situations, like, when it's indisputable facts No suffering like that, for you? No. I mean... Because you, he's already caused enough... He's caused enough suffering. Yeah, let's you, just end this train. You gen pop him, and you know what happens to pedophiles and child molesters and gen pop? Their life is way They're not going to put him in gen pop. They're going to put him in solitary. I know. Because for, they're going to be like, it's going to endanger him good endanger him so we get it we get a conviction sorry everyone we get, a, we get a double conviction yes he's found guilty on september 25th of 2007 he's still freaking singing by the way they did not mention this in this documentary but he tried to commit suicide multiple times interesting little bitch ass he's like oh i'm caught that would have been nice to mention i know they should have mentioned it he, he tried multiple times hmm. um what was his total of wives? No, of years. Oh, we're not even there yet. It's like, this is, no, the no, first one's 22. It's like 22 he, years, No, he right? got 10 years each for the okay, accomplices so like 20, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll get to this in a sec. Now, it's April 3rd, 2008. CPS gets a call about a woman who is 16, pregnant, and a mom, and she's being abused. Turns out this is a hoax call from a random lady in Colorado. Which is so insane, but also like, do the Lord's work and where the Lord's work. Yeah, know? literally. So police go in, they raid the property. They take 416 kids. That's a lot. It's, the scene is really sad. It's not, it didn't look good. But no. I get their intention, but the way they went about that was really bad. Like, they should have taken the women with. Yeah, like you're take the moms, or like post up. Yeah, I guess it was maybe rough. you can. I don't rough. know, dude. Texas has some crazy laws. So the FLDS women they go on like the Today Show and like Good Morning America, and they're like, they took our kids, and like in Jeff's nose, right? So he's like, putting oh, he's together, telling them like, who did. He's the, saying who to go on right those shows. How yeah. did he pick? He's like, I don't know if he said like the prettiest, or he said like pick like. Like it's the, like the most loyal. Yeah, basically. like they were very hand selected yeah. on who he thought would get the most sympathy. Yes. And it this reminds me in Scientology, like when some ex members started speaking out against Scientology, there were some of these Scientology wives who went on like with like uh what's the Silver Fox guy? CNN. Oh, um Anderson Cooper. Cooper. 
And they're like, they just all were very scripted and said the same exact thing. It, it gave me those vibes. Anyways, so Texas kind of wimps out after this because they're getting bad press and they return all the kids. Which is crazy. Like, if you were there that night and you saw the scene, how are you like, well, maybe we got it wrong? <laughs> because they just wimped out. They just wimped out. So then Rebecca, remember, she's the ex-wife of Rulon. And um, she starts helping the police as well. And they go into the temple. The, the surrounded temple. Yeah. With, with guards. The men, with also the men praying for their literal destruction. Well, they like lightning strike. Yeah. Praying that lightning strikes. One of the guys strikes. starts crying. Right. Because they're not, they're not supposed to be allowed to go in. No. It's like the Holy of Holies. Yes. So they enter the temple. I was like, dude, someone's going to die. I thought like, I didn't think like, okay, I didn't think lightning was going to happen, no, but, but I thought, thought they were, was shoot I thought they were going to kill him. Yeah, yeah. I thought for sure they weren't going to let I thought him that in. definitely could happen. It's like, yeah. So they start taking pictures of everything. I'm so glad we got to see pictures. Oh my God. It, I was scared it was going to be like, oh, we can't show you like. Oh yeah, no. So in the fourth floor, by the way, everything's really nice. Kind oh, of like weird it, 80s nice, but nice. It's like if 80s mixed with like Rome. <laughs> Like, and everything, yeah. and the only color on the palette was white yeah. and marble. So they get to the fourth floor, and everything is bright white. And the reason why they're going in there is because Rebecca said, she's like, what you guys are looking for is records, and because these people keep records. Once you find the records, it's a done deal. Like, you're going to get them. And, like, bringing it back, like, SS, like, all of those yeah. things, you have to keep detailed records. Right. It's the only way you can hold people accountable. Right. So... Speaking of which, off topic really quick, a 101-year-old man was just sent to prison because he was an SS guard. He made it this long? Yeah. He lied and said, I was a farmer. And like, no, like there's pictures of him and everything. Dang. Yeah. Okay, back to the story. So they're on the fourth floor. Everything is bright white. Literally everything is white. The walls, the floor, the doors, everything's white. And in the back, there's this area with an arched entry. And you go through there, and there's another inner room. And this is where they discover a bed. It just looks creepy. It looks like a sacrificial bed. It does. Like, Some, like something something's like, going to be slaughtered on there. Yeah. Like, it's very it's very much the center like yeah. of the room. Like, there's nothing else. But it's it's, like, ornate. But also, it looks like, again, like, this is something for ceremony. Yes. So then we'll get back to the bed in a sec. In the basement, they find this big vault and the sheriffs just start jackhammering. And eventually, what do they find? The records. They find computers, flash drives, videos, pictures of girls. Also like OG, like logs. Yes. Like handwritten, like married in quotes. Yeah. Like, yeah. because you can't. Right. Right. And all of these girls' names and everything. No. <laughs> Warren, we already know Warren's a freak, but he's a he's on another level. He recorded hint. So it's just so ironic to me because again, this is all about purity and women. You you gotta be like, you gotta never have a bad sexual thought in your life except about your husband. And then Warren's out here making his 70 wives or whatever have sex with each other and he's watching. And recording. And recording. And he, he's making them do it. He's like, come on, ladies. Yeah. Be cool. He literally says, be cool. He does say, be cool. And I'm like, I'll kill you. <laughs> literally. <laughs> uh, and these, I just felt Because so they bad. play the recordings. Yes. Like, and it's, it's so just utterly eerie. Yeah. Like, and then they respond in unison. And I'm just like. Ugh. Yeah. They're like, yes, father or whatever. And, the, and like, she's like, oh, I could point out the, voices the voice of my sister who they were. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, that had to be so hard to do. So then they find him. They find a recording of him assaulting a 12-year-old girl. So thank the Lord he was arrested and convicted of raping both a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old girl because this dumbass recorded it. Good. Glad. And, um... 24 out of 78 of Warren's wives were actually underage. So that's more than a quarter. 
I mean, the number 78 is just crazy too, right? Yeah. It, it, and the fact that we're getting two. And like, wasn't he married to some of his moms? Yeah. <laughs> we're getting like two recordings. Like mm-hmm. it, it, in a way it's like, oh good. Like mm-hmm. you're stupid. We caught you. But in another way it's like you, you don't even know the full story. Like For you sure. caught two recorded ones. Right. Like you think that that was all? No. So he gets over 100 years to like, life. Yeah, it's like 111 years or something like that. Yeah, he yeah. gets like 120 or something years and good riddance. It's not soon enough. Um, now, in 2021, there are still people living there, still following Warren through his weird revelations via prison. Um, Elisa's mother and Ruby's mother are both still in the church. They do not talk which is sad. Um, one of the women, Charlene, the one who was the detective who was doing the circumference. Oh yeah. She has eight kids that are still in that. That was the hard part about this last episode was like, you, you want like some resolve and you oh, don't, there's you no don't, resolve. you don't get it. No, like, exactly. Families are still torn up and they're still following him and like, right. Believing it's like, that he's a prophet. It's like the jig is up. But like the jig isn't up. No. Like how much more do you need to know? Like some of those like groups were like, okay, we're gonna get lifted off the planet on yeah. this date and this time, and you're like, oh well, it didn't happen. Oh, okay, well, mm-hmm. let's just keep going. No, like you lost. Yeah. It, it didn't happen with the Olympics. <laughs> it didn't happen with Zion. <laughs> the, the dude is. But yeah. some of them don't even know what happened. I like, know. Remember, they're not connected to the outside world. So to think like, oh, it's like every- North Korea, like everybody knows he's in jail for. No, they don't. Right. That's crazy. It's fantasy land. It's sad. It's crazy that that's happening in our country right now. Right now. Yeah. It's not and, like pre tech. And like, I definitely understand, like, and I support the First Amendment with like religious liberty, like, do what you want. But like, it comes to a point where it's like if children are being endangered, sorry, your liberty to practice your religion to rape children is trumped upon. Right. But it's like, what are you, first of all, like what are, what would these people do if you're just like, Hey, it's over. You all have to go somewhere else. They don't know. They wouldn't, any, they don't, they wouldn't. but they don't know anything. That's what I'm saying. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do anything. They would just, reconstruct i truly believe that somebody some other power hungry dude would take over right probably this jessup guy right like it's over yeah like you can't even just say hey the cycle's over get get off the train like because that's the only train that they know yeah and they they think that that train's right some and what's even crazy too to me it's like you watch tlc i mean tlc is a whole another thing but like there are people that actively choose to join these kinds of things now, it's, again, it's different as consenting adults, but even still, like yeah. this started that way. This right. didn't start with teenage girls. It started with consenting adults. Right. And then you get a freaking psychopath like Warren Jeffs in power. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. It is what it is. So. Now, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Mormons. Yeah. This has to be rough for them, right? Oh, yeah. They don't associate. But I mean, like now. Like, we're covering this because, like, this just mm-hmm. came out. Like, this is a big deal. Like, like, do you think the Mormon church is, like, addressing this? No. I think they try to distance themselves as much as possible. And, and not, like, saying, like, hey, they used to be on our team. But, like, hey, we have to talk about what's happening right now. I don't think so because this happened a long time ago. This happened almost 10 years ago. Right, but we're, like, pulling the Band-Aid off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I really think that they don't talk about it that much i feel bad for them like yeah in the sense that like you can't paint one person or one group as like a representation of the entire religion but i would say that a mormon like a a modern day flds or a modern day lds person would not say that they are of the same religion as these people no i don't think so and i and in that circumstance, I'd be like, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. I don't think that you are. I think that right. you probably would say that person's evil, but right. I don't know. I always just feel like when... Like, but they just not get compared, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, oh, do you got... You know what I mean? Like, you stereotype. Well, it's kind of like... 
like so i'm orthodox christian right and like stupid ass people would be like oh you're are you orthodox jew i'm like no dude why are you trying to make that an insult first of all second of all you're an idiot no it's kind of like that i feel like it's like it has a similar word so they just go immediately oh you must be that i mean now what's different is they share they share a prophet and an original creator and stuff but um yeah i feel for i feel for mormons in general I think a lot of them are pretty misunderstood, but I also will say that I think the Mormon church does some shitty things sometimes and deserves to be called out too. Yeah. So now are people going to short Creek right now? Are people <laughs> driving through and how much? Okay. When he gets the smoothie at the end. Oh my gosh. Like, and it's the, and it's it, a girl yeah, who's a part of the group. Yeah. Like she has her pastel yeah. dress on and, and, her, she, and her hair. And she, he's like, you can keep the change. Yeah. I'm like, do you think you just made it better? He's like, can I get a blueberry smoothie? I'm like, I'm like, you're, you're watching this like yeah. right in front of you and you're just getting a smoothie. I, I don't, don't know. It's strange, right? It's I guarantee it's people bizarre. are driving through. I want to know what happened to all these men. I want to know where did all the dads go when they got expelled? Like, where's Leroy? Where's cute little Leroy? Somewhere. Leroy, hit us up, please. <laughs> At the.cult.ure. We would love to hear from you. Um, anyways, that's my take on this. What are your thoughts? It's a lot. Yeah. It's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, I do. I'm I a, think we can close the chapter on we can the close it, book. But I am a sucker for visual learning. And <laughs> it really did help yeah. a lot in the worst ways possible, yeah. right? Yeah. They're the worst. They're the worst. <laughs> and that's it for today, y'all. See you later. Bye. Bye.